0: Welcome to the Pursuit of Something podcast. My name is Ali Jafarian, and I'm your host. The Pursuit of Something is not your typical podcast. There's no theme or simple focal point, but rather an attempt to pursue what's currently in focus. It's a podcast for people with questions. We'll go deep on a wide range of topics with the intent to analyze and break down the human experience. I'm glad you're here, and I hope you enjoy the content. Welcome back, folks. Ali here with another shorter solo episode. Today, we're going to analyze the topic of resetting. I just got back from a long weekend trip to Crested Butte with my family. It was beautiful. We spent three plus days skiing, enjoying time together, soaking up some sun, and just enjoying mountain town life. This type of trip really lights us up. It was fun, it was challenging, which I'll get into in a bit, but the real value was how this trip served as a reset for both me and my family. Let's jump right in. So first, why do we need to reset? Well, humans are very routine creatures. We establish habits and become very comfortable in them. And as a result, it's easy for us to build up stress from the pressures of our work and our normal commitments. This is how the phrase man, I need a vacation came about. It's also very easy for us to stay locked into these routines. We're capable of taking a lot on and our mind will trick us into thinking that we just need to push through. I just need to get this last thing done, right? Or we'll use depressants like alcohol and drugs to numb the stress from realizing how much we've taken on. I've actually written an entire blog post about this, the anxiety that's created from how much we take on. And the catch here is that whether it's our minds tricking us or it's depressants or some other mechanism of avoiding the awareness of how much we're taking on, these are all just temporary band-aids. They don't actually help. Pushing through doesn't actually help. Drinking at the end of a long day doesn't actually help taking painkillers because your head hurts from processing so many things. This does not help. The real solution is a reset. By hitting reset, we are giving our minds and bodies a reboot just like a computer. It's very analogous. We're basically wiping the slate clean and starting fresh. We need to reset. Let me give you a quick example. As it relates to this family trip I just got back from... I've been taking on a lot of responsibility in the last few months. I'm bringing on a new team member in my business. Ever since Sepia are in full force doing activities, sports at school, etc. And Gabrielle is also a little bit more active than usual. My workload is completely full. The kids have been active. And Gabrielle and I have been planning tons of things for the rest of the year that we felt like we were at max capacity, max bandwidth. And so it was a perfect time to hit reset, in which case we booked this three-day mountain trip to Crest Butte. And we didn't hesitate either. I remember discussing it with her in the moment and then really feeling that it is time. So we booked things within 24 hours and locked in our reset period. So it's very key to recognize and honor when you need a reset. For me, this is typically every three months, in terms of taking a trip or short vacation, something that allows me to get out of my normal routine, which we'll talk about next. So how do we reset? We understand why we need to reset, but how do we reset? There's different ways to reset, right? But for me, I like to focus on three essential components. The first is a new environment. By creating a new environment, we're giving our mind new variables and factors to process, which takes it off our normal environmental conditions. In other words, we're tricking our brains into healthy distraction. This is why new experiences are so powerful in general. Our mind is in high alert and has to use all of its bandwidth to process the new experience. It doesn't have anything left over to be distracted or to still be thinking about that nagging thing that you left at home in your previous environment your normal environment so during our family trip we took a new scenic drive we lodged in a new hotel we ate at new restaurants and we skied an entirely new mountain we had actually been to crested butte once before but all of these factors made it feel like a completely new environment this was key for our recent reset the second component is being distraction free in other words, removing your normal distractions. This involves pushing all the things aside that normally occupy your brain space. For example, shutting down your email and not checking it, avoiding the news or social media consumption, getting off any messaging apps that you typically use in your daily routine, etc. The goal here is to simply take a break from these everyday distractions, the things that normally occupy this, um, a lot of mental bandwidth. They will always be around when you get back trust me so give your mind a break embrace the reset this was really easy for me on our recent trip i learned my team that i'd be offline and so i basically shut down for three days i left work at home which allowed me to be fully present and enjoy the reset the third and final component i call activity or sport so engaging in something like an activity or sport Uh, This can be a highly effective way to take your mind off normal things, especially if it's a new activity or a new sport, new exercise. Uh, This is very similar to the new environment. Basically, if you give your brain something new to focus on, it will not have bandwidth for much else. Sports are a great thing to use here because they require mental focus. They require physical focus. They keep you moving. You generally have a task or a goal or a game that has to be honored. This really requires that your mind and your body are working together and can't really process other things. This is why you see athletes that can just get into flow state or get in the zone. And you can just see how beautiful it is that they are committed to what they're doing and they're ultimately the best at what they're doing in the moment. So for my family and I, this was skiing. Not only do we ski, but we taught our kids how to ski for the first time. This was both rewarding and exhausting in a good way. I'll give you a quick snapshot of what this looked like. So day one, we got the kids into a ski school lesson for the morning, in which case they worked with an instructor for several hours. Gabrielle and I had some nice time on the mountain alone to ski and enjoy Crested Butte for the first time. Then we came back to pick them up for lunch had a nice lunch on the patio, logged all our stuff back to the hotel, jumped in the hot tub, enjoyed that. (laughs) That's a reset of its own, right? Sitting in a hot tub. And then I actually went back out on the mountain to get to maximize my time. And so while on the mountain, both guiding my children for the first time, snowboarding Gabrielle, and then being solo, there was this beautiful peace with just being in nature and enjoying an activity a sport that brings me a lot of excitement and I didn't have the need to think about other stuff I was focused on what was present I was focused on enjoying the experience and then day two was similar with some new factors in the morning we actually taught ever since Sepia how to ski which had a whole new set of challenges but again the type of challenges that I like taking on and we're very rewarding later when you see them smile and and scream because they're finally starting to get it. And this took complete focus. I didn't have any mental bandwidth to think about other stuff back home or work or the, the constant things that would normally occupy my brain space in normal environments. So I was fully present, fully committed because of skiing and because of teaching my children how to ski. And later that day, I just remember thinking about, this is a great exhaustion. I feel like I left everything on the table today. I feel tired in a great way. And, you know, good sleep was a result. Waking up fresh was a result. And so, these two days of spending time, skiing, spending time in mountain, in a new environment, are a perfect example of how we leverage an activity, a sport, to really guide the experience and help support the reset. Okay. So next I want to talk about some of the different types of reset. Reset can be a very broad term and there are certainly different types and and different ways it can show up in how we reset. I'm going to give you a few examples that I've experienced in my life. So first are daily resets. These are ways that you can sort of trick your mind or embrace resetting on a daily basis. One is a morning meditation, so I love to sit in silence in the morning. Sometimes I listen to nice classical music as a supplement just to kind of start my day with a nice rhythm and not thinking too intensely about anything, but hence the meditation, but just trying to be with myself until other people awaken and I start taking things on. A 30 minute walk or run. So I love to run when the sun is out, I love to walk, gabrielle when we're able to or even take the kids on a walk or a jog and so getting outside in the sun is a fantastic way to reset it any part of the day and another one another thing that i use frequently is lunch with my family almost every day especially the days my family are home i pause for an hour i go downstairs i make lunch i play i laugh sing do some stuff with them that feels like a total reset from the normal work that I'm doing before and after lunch. Next are some weekly or monthly resets. So these can happen at a at a different interval. One example is a quick weekend trip somewhere local like I just described. So we went to Crested Butte four hours away or you can make it shorter, go somewhere for two hours away. But I think it is important to go somewhere that is a decent distance from your normal environment. Again, take advantage of that new environment factor. and. Some other ideas for you that we've used are going out to eat once a week. We love to try new restaurants just to shake it up and support small businesses. Going to national parks, going to museums, going somewhere that you can learn something and not just get away, but also absorb something new. So again, it starts to feel like an activity and takes your mind off some of the normal cadences. And last is the the highest interval, which is a quarterly or an annual reset. So these are where... We've leveraged family vacations that we've planned or I have Front Row Dads retreats that I go to twice a year. Both of these, whether I'm disconnecting with my family or disconnecting Front Row Dads or sometimes, you know, I'll disconnect with a good friend. This is a great way to unplug and do like an ultimate reset in a way. And these are where I've gotten some of the, the best clarity on coming back refocused, recharged with new ideas, new ambitions, etc. The big ultimate resets like this obviously happen less frequently, but when they do happen, I like to really take advantage of them and truly unplug and truly reset. So, one final point here I wanted to talk about as it relates to resetting is nature. Nature is the reset of all resets. In other words, nature resets by design. That's why this whole podcast and and this topic around resetting is even possible because we've actually learned it from nature. Let me give you some examples. Each day is a reset. The sun rises, the sun sets. Animals, humans, plants, we all adapt to this with how we sleep, how we grow, how we hunt, how we play. We are literally looking to nature and adapting around it for virtually all of our everyday functions. We build our routines around it. You know, we do specific things in daylight and we do other specific things when it's dark. And so every day is an opportunity to reset. Nature is just giving it to us. Next is seasons. Seasons are a perfect example of a higher reset, a higher form of nature resetting. Plants lose their leaves in fall and then grow them back in the spring. Bears hibernate in the winter. Salmon migrate to fresh water in the spring and summer, etc. There's plenty of examples where, again, animals, plants, weather patterns, they revolve around nature. This is the way that life became and the way that life continues to go on. And so... Our entire biology is built around resetting. It's essential to maintain nature's intended rhythms. So to not reset is to defy nature, which is exactly why it creates so much extra stress in our lives. Resets aren't just important. They are essential. And so that's what I wanted to share today. I will leave you with a final question. Are you due for a reset? If so, what's stopping you? Until the next time.